episode six of Midlife Millennials. I am Stacy. And I'm Penny. I figured we'd so we sang. I don't know. <laughs> so um what is your poison today? Um so okay, I'm going with uh, a boring one, but only because um we're gonna start trying to to eat clean and be healthy. So I'm getting my Dr. Pepper on and and on the in the wing, waiting to be slurpity slurped, I've got uh, strawberry no no cherry Pepsi. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna get all the soda tonight. All right, so double soda night. Yeah, double soda. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? I um well I just finished it, but I had a very delicious um, iced caramel macchiato from Starbucks. Oh, nice and they were out of their regular caramel sauce so they used their dark caramel sauce oh, which yeah. i did not know was a thing and it was really good that's on the caramel ribbon crunch and i only know that because i work there <laughs> oh yeah that one is super tasty all righty <laughs> so last time we were talking about uh routines and whether it's your beauty routine your primp and prep routine um i wanted to kind of uh touch on something i'm a first person i'm a i'm a a first starter is what i call myself if it's the first of the month um great if it's the first of the week i'll start then if it's okay now now here's the trifecta the first of the year it lands on the first of january and it's on a monday that is like the ultimate start date for you know healthy habits and whatnot um I still, I still have yet to grasp a hold of that. Eating, working out, um, like waking up. And uh, there's, I guess it's all over, well, it's not all over the internet, but it's a lot of people are doing like this Patrick Bateman routine because he gets up at like seven o'clock and he does a quick workout when he, with an ice pack on his face, gets in the shower, he does a full body scrub, <laughs> face scrub, he gets out, he does a peel, he does, I mean, he does a whole gambit. And of course he's, you know, that's perfect. But he does this in real life? No. <laughs> no, well, you know, actually, I wouldn't put it past Christian Bale to do that in real life. I really wouldn't. Um, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, but, right, uh, this is from a movie. Yes, you American told me about this American and I don't I forgot, you still, you have not right. seen that. Yeah. I know. I need to watch it. It's been on my list for ages. Yeah, you you have to. It's a, it's kind of a Chuck Palahniuk. It's not any of his work, but it's kind of that like Fight Club sort of twist, mm-hmm. psychological gore fest. Oh. Jared Leto's in it too. Oh, you is know? it like a psychological thriller? Is that yeah, the yeah, genre? Yeah, more or less. But um, a lot of it is just slashing. Oh, which is amazing. And then you see how demented he is by how how strict his his routine is so i can i can definitely understand that and that's... oh no this is gonna be me because yeah. <laughs> i live alone and i have like strict routine yep yep you're, you're gonna you're gonna have your bateman routine but my problem now is now that i'm older and living by myself i can't watch scary movies oh, no. like i will get in my own head and freak myself out. Like it would have to be when someone's here with me. Maybe when my sister comes to visit. That's what we're gonna watch. Yeah. Just I'll be like to our list of things. Here's a whole list of all the horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> get them all in while someone's here.
course, we were talking about, <laughs> we talked about a bunch of tissue box art, um, which probably took over more of our episode than maybe it should have. <laughs> <laughs> but it made me think July 1st was one year since I moved into this apartment that I'm in. And thinking about the tissue box art kind of got me thinking about like when I move and how like when I move I get rid of a ton of stuff (laughs) like I don't think I have that much stuff like anybody that comes to my house probably thinks I'm fairly minimalist (laughs) like I don't really collect things the only thing I really do collect is because I worked for Hallmark for like seven years um I have my Hallmark ornaments yeah but the nice thing about those is they come out once a year and they get packed back in their box and they go back. I, well, here's the thing. I am going to end up being a freaking like psycho slasher killer at some point because <laughs> my, <laughs> my Hallmark ornaments are all still in their original boxes. Like I take them out of their original boxes, original packaging, hang them all up on the tree, put them all back in their original packaging. It's like a ritual. <laughs> it's really, it's a problem. Um, but anyway, (laughs) but that's really like the only thing that I really collect. And even now, like the ones that I was collecting, I think all my series are done. I think last year was the last one I had of whatever series I decided to collect. So now I don't think I'll get any unless there's like some specialty, like Wizard of Oz one or something that comes out. Um, but it got me thinking, like, are you do you tend to do that or are you more of a hoarder or purger? Cause I'm definitely on the purger side. And even like when I buy new clothes, like I always have to get rid of something from my closet when I buy something new. Yeah. That's just sort of my thing. I, I like that method. I I've very recently adopted a method like that. I, I would say um, I'm definitely, well, I'm definitely <clears throat> not a hoarder. Um, I, I purge pretty frequently, actually. I've got, um, I don't know, I think I'm, I'm five purges down now as to, to date. Um, I'll go through every single thing, like weighing it out, like, do I really need that? Or have you used for? In that respect. So I, it's like, it's all stuff that I've narrowed down to, yes, I want and I need for the rest of my life and I will never give up. Um, but I also want it on display because why keep it if it can't be on display? <laughs> what kind of things are you collecting to display? I've got, um, well, I've, I've got figures. <laughs> it's like, uh, so I've got the pop figures. I've got action figures. Um, <laughs> I've got all of my Firefly stuff, um, <clears throat> that I've collected. Oh, right. Which... You did the Firefly box for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was a uh, loot crate had a Firefly crate. And so Sabrina and I, I, I think she's the one that told me about it. We went nuts for it. I didn't hop on the wagon soon enough. So I am missing, I think one, maybe two characters, um, of their boxes, but she's gifted several things because one of my favorite characters is this uh one named uh jane who's um uh his name's adam baldwin and uh i missed his box but i got like pretty much everybody else so you get all these figures in there and a comic book that's just for them and stickers and patches and just like too much stuff (laughs) slash not enough 
stuff. (laughs) So I've got all that. And, you know, there's stuff on the wall. There's, I've got masks that are just super badass. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so I, what is that? A maximalist? Is that what that is? Yes. (laughs) The answer to that one is yes. (laughs) Not a hoarder. Like I know some serious hoarders. You are not hoarder status. Like I have been in homes where there's only like a path, a path to where you sit to watch TV or a path to your bedroom that then has a path to the bed. Like I, it's very concerning because I think like, what if there's a fire? Like how will these people get out? Like it's really. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've seen that show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the show hoarders too, but like, I've been in these houses and these are people I know. And I'm thinking, oh my God, like, I don't know. It's, it's a real thing. But like, I don't even know how people can let it get to that point in the first place because (laughs) I mean, you know me, like I just, I have to clean. I can't let it get that bad. Oh no. Heck no. You and I, you can, you and I could probably have a whole podcast just on cleaning and I, you know, <laughs> Hey, Hey, I'm not opposed to that. Y'all, y'all tell us if you want a whole podcast solely on amazing cleaning techniques. On cleaning and the best cleaning supplies yes. and products. Yes. Hardwood yes. floor and carpet. We could easily fill 45 Oh minutes. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we'll give some tutorials. Maybe that's going to be like a live one. And I don't smoke cigarettes, but I would need one after that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll join you. In upstate New York, everything's very seasonal. So winter, like everything shuts down. Like nobody does anything in the winter. The spring is hit or miss. Like it can be really cold or it can be kind of rainy. Um, But once, pretty much once Memorial Day hits, it's sort of the unofficial start of summer. And all these people start having like yard sales and garage sales to the point where there are communities that get together and they all have like one mass yard sale oh. as a community. And they like post it on Facebook and all these people show up. And my thought is what is our obsession with other people's shit? <laughs> is it just this like, the grass is always greener. Like clearly somebody else has better shit that I can go and now get because they don't want it anymore. And I know there's the whole like one man's trash is another man's treasure, but like really do you need another like set of dishes <laughs> or a decorative bucket? I don't know. Another yeah. Yeah, another football jersey. So I don't know. Are we just obsessed as a society with like what other people have? I mean, yes, I, I, I think so. I think that's exactly what it is. It's not, you know, I, well, there's, there's, I feel like we could categorize the different types of people. Like for, for you, where you are, my dad in Iowa, these small towns where it's like, that's pretty much all we have to do. Like in the summer when it's hot is to go door to door and like, let me have your stuff and I'll give you $5, you know? So, but like here, Southern right. California, San Diego, we're right by the border. We're right by, we're, we're just, just this melting pot of diversity. I think, I think that it could definitely be split up to, uh, 
like like the hispanic uh demographic they love absolutely love yard sales and swap meets and they will get the swap oh my god and that's a nightmare (laughs) i hate swap meets as a as a as a vendor but as a you ha- okay, so for our listeners that are here, because we don't really have swap meets up here, not that I know of anyway, can you describe the chaos that is a swap meet? <laughs> it's, oh God. Okay, so so as a as a vendor, um, it's a nightmare. You, you have a plan, you have your posters, you have your signs, you have your prices, you're ready to rock and roll. You start unloading and a swarm of human beings starts taking the stuff out of your truck for you and starts throwing them about just just digging through it and then all at once asking you how much you want you know for for particular items also if you think you're going to sell a t-shirt for three dollars you're not you're going to sell it for 25 cents because they will throw that back in the pile (laughs) and then uh so (laughs) so you know as a vendor that's i don't I'm not on, I'm not on team vendor, but as a shopper, you've got, so you not only do you have other people's stuff, which like you said before, for some reason, we're obsessed with other people's junk. Um, but you also have people who buy things, uh, brand new and then resell them. So there's like a bunch of people who have jewelry, knives, different kinds of swords, um, uh, shoes, all kinds of stuff. That's like brand new. and they just resell it at swami so it's definitely uh, you get a, a lot of different things there's like a disproportionate amount of resale stores in my area so i think that's what okay. people are doing instead of having swap meets is like they just have storefronts yeah that everybody can bring their shit to right <laughs> it's not in like 40 year old version the the his love interest oh yeah the girl he's dating and she but hers is like online yeah she's like a store but you don't really go to it she's trying to explain it and there's somebody that's like but i i really want to buy these shoes oh you you have to go online but i'm but i'm here right now and i have cash can you just take my money i just want these shoes (laughs) oh my god weren't they like a ridiculous pair of boots or something i think they were like they're like go-go boots with a fish tank in the in the heel or something (laughs) like goldfish in the heel i really i loved that movie until the weird like aquarius ending when he like finally has sex (laughs) i'm like "Eh, now you lost me partly because i heard that song so many times as a kid like i just not my favorite song yeah, I love Paul Rudd. I, you know, I like uh, Mo Call when they're doing the, um, uh, the speed dating, and they have they each have their interaction with Mo Collins, who's Gina. <laughs> it's just, it's like, oh, Gina. No, actually, it's Gina. Yeah, I'm just here to, you know, see, see what's going on, and you know, you're kind of a pretty guy. <laughs> Put a little rouge on you. <laughs> Anyway, I digress <laughs> severely. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so, so, yeah, so swap, swap meets. meets. I do. I have a swap meet story though. And you're oh, going go to, for first it. of all, you're going to be shocked because I've only been to the swap meet once. One time. Oh. And of all the time I was <laughs> out there. Yeah. And it was when I think I was like in eighth grade. I was, it was like just after I moved because my mom was married to her second husband. 
and I went with him to the swap meet and we bought the most ridiculous I'm gonna have to see if I can find a picture and like post it online with this episode <laughs> um put it on Facebook they were these lamps these wall lamps that hung up they were like a half half of a thing so it would like sit flush against your wall but it wasn't standing like you had to mount them on the wall and they were like tropical leaves <laughs> and we bought them and they're white but my mom painted them or my sister somebody painted them like green and tropical looking and it, they were just the ugliest freaking things oh, man. and I remember like helping like put them in the back of the car and I ended up like hitting my then stepdad and like the stomach with them on accident like it was just it was awkward and the whole thing was weird and like they're the most hideous lamps ever but anyway oh my that's my swapping story <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything else about it but those ugly lamps and trying to put the lamps in the back of the car <laughs> you know what there sometimes there's you're gonna find some gems sometimes like antiques and people things that people like once valued or it was their great grandmothers and it was just this you know secret a book that has like a secret hole in it where she put a key that went to her diary but and then the diary is like this ancient you know it's just like really cool stories behind them and i don't know and antiques i guess i don't know what qualifies as an antique but <laughs> i know i'm wondering that too because i have been to several antique stores at shops i don't know if they're stores or shops or whatever um and <laughs> i don't it's yeah. just like a load of crap it's like the shit that people couldn't get rid of at the yard sale ends up in the antique store right? and then they're like oh well it's old yeah. like i don't know if it's old or someone just didn't clean it properly being <laughs> someone who likes to yeah. clean um <laughs> but also i've right. seen like very updated things like again having worked for hallmark for mm -hmm. a long time there were, especially in La Mesa, California, um, the main road there in La Mesa has like all the, well, at least two have all these antique shops. And I remember going in and out of those one day. I don't know if it was with you. I want to say it was with you actually. I remember. And in one of the shops, there were all these different Hallmark ornaments. I'm like, that's not a fucking <laughs> antique. That thing is like only 10 years old. What is it doing in an right. antique shop? Just because it's in a Hallmark yeah. box? Like, I don't know, the Hallmark label is <laughs> yeah. antique, but right. still producing right. new things. Well, I used to think that uh <laughs> I used to think the antiques were just like pots, not pots and pans, but <laughs> like like uh tea kettles and um tea sets and stuff like that that you know, you don't see so much anymore. You see right, the, they're the always like fine china. Yeah. Of some I don't know. Yeah. Fine china and like silver spoons. Right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, silver. I so I'm thinking it's like dishware like old, really old dishware, but I guess, I don't know, I guess nowadays, especially you could have just about anything be an antique now. I mean, now we've got stuff that's probably from the early 1900s that would be considered an antique. Right. Well, there's all these you know, like, whereas before. yeah, there's all these antique I forget that I know there's a show about the people that go antiquing and like, I get like certain things like you have to know some history and like some stuff really does For sure. constitute as like a legit antique that could be worth money. Right. However, who is buying the stuff that they find? Yeah. Like they like, okay, we can't talk antiques and not talk antiques roadshow because for all the shit I'm talking about antiques, I love yeah. that show. 
um it's just so interesting because you're sitting there like oh is it going to be authentic is it going to be worth something but like at the end of the show like okay they could auction this stuff off but who is gonna buy it yeah and it's like but then what does that person then do with it they have this valuable and unless you're somebody who just really is is their life is more enriched by just possessing something that was from the you know 16th century or something like that <laughs> like um i it just sits <laughs> in your home like i get selling it there's a profit to be made there's a benefit but for the buyer like where's the benefit for that you just spend a lot of money on that i know i guess you just have to be really into collecting like chinese yeah. teapots yeah. or I don't know, swords or whatever. Swords, yeah. I mean, people collect all sorts of shit, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess yeah. you. <laughs> but I guess, I guess there's a market. Just. Right, yeah. But Antiques Roadshow, fun to watch. Yeah, oh my God. It reminds me of Grandma's Boy when they, they get into his, his stash. He hides his weed in the teapot and the grandma drinks it with her friend and they watch <laughs> Antique Roadshow together. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Is that another one you haven't seen? I haven't seen that one either. But there is an episode. So I'm like a ridiculously big time Frasier fan, the sitcom. Nice. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I have rewatched that show. Like all ridiculous seasons yeah. of it. Like that show was on forever. But there is an Antiques Road show um, episode of that show. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they end up like they're like making fun of like how people go on and they have something that they think is going to be worth a lot. And like, it's not worth anything. (laughs) And then, um, they take this item from the home that they think is like, not really going to be worth anything, but they want to like see a particular person, like a particular appraiser or whatever. Mm. And, um, it ends up being like worth a ton of money, (laughs) but I don't know. It's just the most, it's, that show is referenced in so many different shows. Oh, for sure. Because I guess it's been around forever. We just have this, like, obsession with old stuff. I wonder if part of it, too, is, like, the United States, like, we're now 247 years old as a country. Wow. Which is not very old. Yeah. So I think a lot of our, like obsession is either like Americana like nostalgia from like early American history kind of stuff or European history because that right. stuff is so much older <laughs> or like I mean any any older civilizations pretty much everywhere east of us <laughs> oh yeah I, I I almost prefer if I'm going to buy something from like a thrift store or something that's like uh, to add to my decor or anything like that, I, I would much rather purchase, not just for the, not just for spending the money on it, but like possess something that is from another country versus uh, here. Like, I mean, I guess something, if something's really historical here, you know, I, I would dig it, but something made in Italy or India, I'm much more opt to, to, to have that in my possession and, you know, bid on that in a, in an antique road show. I'd, I'd bid on something like that over American made. Just because it's older or you find it to be more interesting? 
I, I think it, bo I, both, but I think, um, I don't know, everybody's got rich history, really, really rich history, but it's almost like the, the, you know, the concept of like you and your friend can have the same toy, but they have a different color and you're like, well, I like yours better because it's purple and mine's green. You know, it's, it's like that, like they have cool historical items, but I want theirs because it's not, it's not here. It's not, I don't know, grass is greener sort of thing, I guess. Yeah. So I think that comes back to it. Like we just want what other people have that we can't like readily get for ourselves. Yep. yep. That's, <laughs> it. That, that's what it is. We're just greedy. Yeah. I think that's just an American thing too. I wonder if they have swap meets in like, or like something of that nature, like yard sales or swap meets in like France. Probably. Like, oh, sacre bleu, your shit is uh, shit day. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of antiques, like, I I had this conversation recently with my mom about, like, pictures, like photo albums, and how, like, the family photo album has sort of become a thing of the past with everybody having, like, pictures and stuff on their phones. Oh, wow. But... I remember being yep. a kid and we just loved looking through like the albums and seeing like pictures of when we were babies or like I have older siblings. So before I was born and seeing my parents and what they looked like and my grandparents and stuff when they were younger. And right. it was always really cool. And it was like this special thing. And then the photo album would get passed on to somebody. So I guess like when like a family heirlooms, I guess, are, I don't know if they're still a thing or are they like, a, are they a thing of the past or are they still a thing now? Because I'm thinking about like the stuff my mom has and I don't know that there's anything that's really going to be passed down to any of us. Yeah. Well, the only thing my family has really as an heirloom, because we don't really have a family photo album anymore. Um, but as an actual like heirloom thing, we have an heirloom plant. That's so awesome. my like great grandmother had a Christmas cactus and now my grandmother and then my mom and my sister and I, and I think some of our cousins or aunts all have cuttings from this same Christmas cactus. So we sort of have like this family heirloom plant. That's really cool. I, I actually really like that. Me too, because at least it's like, it's still alive and serves a purpose and plants can live, you know, if you take care of it, can outlive us. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Right. It's still like a living, growing thing, even after somebody passes on. Yeah. But I don't think we have anything of like actual like monetary value that gets passed down, like some kind of like special set of china <laughs> or a cloth or something. Yeah. Man, I, I, yeah, I don't think we have anything either. I would have to say that pictures pretty much are the family heirloom. My mom is, um, she holds photos dear and near to her heart. She, it breaks her heart to know that there's pictures floating around in other people's possessions or, you know, in other, in other places that she can't have or, or, or see because she, I mean, she goes on, she's the type of person that will spend hours on ancestry and, uh, as gifts, she got us our, you know, DNA testing done. So she's, she is really, really into our history as a family and, you know, culturally and, and bloodline and that sort of thing. So I think if there was some sort of heirloom, she would be the one to, 
initiate and pass that on. But really, I think we're more of a family that does have pictures as the sort of um, memento to pe- to pass down. Um, I mean, I, I printed out photos from our wedding in 2021. So <laughs> put those in a photo album. So I'm still mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep that alive. That concept of photo albums. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I remember making an album for you. Yes, I still have it. Before you moved to Idaho, yep. which then didn't last long. But no. <laughs> I think that's back when it was still a thing, though. Like, we didn't really have, like, upgraded cell phones yet. <laughs> right, so, right. you know, photo albums were still, like, cool. Yeah. And it- now all my photos just, like, sit in a box. And, like, I may or may not take them out to look at them every once in a while when I'm cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Don't you have like a crap ton of, of photos from theater? Because I have so many. Yes. Because we used to be able to buy the pictures that they would take. And then for whatever reason, I always bought them in duplicate. Yeah. <laughs> Why? So many of the same <laughs> pictures. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, our listeners want to share their family heirlooms, maybe you have real ones because clearly we don't have... Our families have nothing of value. (laughs) Um, So we'd like to hear about it. (laughs) So we're going to wrap it up with our ewes for the week. And I was going to tell you mine ahead of time, but I wanted to get your actual reaction because I feel like my ew is somewhat controversial. Okay. All right. Um, My ew it's getting into bed at night dirty. Like, and I mean, like, once in a while, you know, when you're really tired, you won't, like, you'll just get into bed and you're just exhausted. But if I've spent a day at school with all the germs from the kids, or I've been out, like, working out, or somewhere where I'm sweating, or somewhere where I've had, like, actual dirt cling to my body, I have to get a shower. I can't get in my clean sheets and sleep well that way. So like people that are getting into bed dirty. Ew. Ew. <laughs> ew. <laughs> that is that is that is totally ew. Thoughts, I, do do you get in bed dirty? I so um there are times where like if I pretty much the same thing. Like I haven't really exerted myself. I'm you know, I took a shower earlier that day or just, you know it you're really tired, whatever the case is, there, there's times where I'll go to bed without taking a shower, but more times than not. Um, I, I think there's a science behind it. You definitely sleep better after a shower. You, it's the wind down. It's the clean, fresh feeling or you don't have product in your hair. Your face is clean. So I, I, I think all around it's just healthier and better for everyone. If, no matter how tired you are, get in the fucking shower. <laughs> how about you? What's your ew? My ew. Um, so my nails are short. I don't have, uh, once in a while I'll do acrylics, but uh, once in a f- freaking while I'll get a hangnail and it is absolutely devastating. And you think, oh, I'm just going to rip it off, you know, like a bandaid and it'll be good. We'll be good. Well, this week I ripped one off and I'm like, okay, good. No more hangnail. We're good. Um, I don't know what happened, but my finger is now swollen and 
I think I may have uh, ripped out a a, a nerve. Or something. No, I don't know. <laughs> Entire nerve. I know. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm doctoring that the best I can with the products that I have, and um, trying to. That is infected. Yes, it is. It is, and it hurts, and <laughs> and it's ill because there's there are times where it can. It can get so infected. We all know what happens when things get infected. Ugh. They start oozing. Yep. Pus. It hasn't yet. It hasn't yet. I've I've kept it quite clean and quite medicated. But it is swollen and it hurts. But it's still yeah. Yeah. Hangnails that become infected. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll amputate that shit off. <laughs> anyway. Just use a sterile <laughs> knife. I will. You just have to use heat, right? Or cauterize it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. You can end the show now. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you can you can end the show now. <laughs> All right. You're gonna find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple. And if you like this episode, tell your friends. Come back. Hey, if you like the last episode and the episode before, you're definitely gonna want to come back for next week too. Uh, we're just going to start pounding all these out and you're going to love them. <laughs> so thank you very much. And <laughs> I'm going to leave you with a happy thought. Life is a beautiful thing. Don't waste it. <laughs> <laughs> you got like 40 more seconds. You want to add anything else? No, I'm done. I don't know. It's it's odd. Oh, Mindy. I do. I recommend that. <laughs>